It's been almost two months since a primordial stone titan rose above the Taldore city of Kaimal. Local forces were marshaled against it, but it was a group of adventurers who came to be known as the Titan Slayers who destroyed the creature's heart and brought its rampage to an end. Since then, those adventurers have traveled across continents seeking information about the enigmatic powers now stirring alongside these ancient creatures. Rise of the Ancients is a D&D 5th edition actual play campaign set in Exandria, the world of Matthew Mercer's critical role and incorporating material from Arcana of the Ancients, a science fantasy resource book by Monty Cook Games. Our intro music is by Jasmine Rosa. If you need your own theme music, you can reach her at coffeexedge at gmail.com. All right, so you've entered the Jade Colossus. You took the side path that had been most recently traveled, found um, a sealed door, a uh, hallway down to a dead end, but an offshoot that led into a, rec- uh, a square chamber with a couple of exits off the back, but most interest was the uh, the round basin in the middle where Shell fell into, found an Air Genasi, pulled him out, charmed him, and uh, found a map to Rana's Way. Where now uh, you, you climb up this uh, sort of angled passageway heading upwards uh come into a long rectangular room uh that seems incredibly featureless just like empty like for you uh it would seem like you could fit a sailing ship in here but there's no exits on either end it's just large and rectangular and echoey and like unnaturally rectangular yeah like perfectly smooth Yo, guys, check out the basin here. Boom, 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 I guess we just walk down the featureless hallway? Yeah. But there's discernibly no other exits? Yeah, like, it's just smooth all the way down with an exit at the end. Oh, okay, uh, but no others. The map. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. All, all right, right, then you... we creepily walk down, and our, I'm assuming... Our feet are, like, clicking on stone like we're in a, a weird, gigantic office building. Yep. Uh, when you reach the end of it, you find uh, sort of a taller chamber. Like, it's about uh, three times as high. A little bit of an angled roof. And um, the floor is just covered in ovoid objects that look a lot like eggs. Wait, we have to walk through them? Oh, yes. no. What I hated is there a about path? That. I mean, there's no real path. Uh, you can step between them. Not Like, there's groupings of them with where you can walk through and you can have some space on either side. Yes, Patrick. Are they natural or of a mechanical slash metallic nature? Would you like to make an investigation check? I would love to at a... Just a looking kind of one. Sure, you can make a perception check from a distance. Corey, what's your question? This seems like a well-beaten path, so I'm curious, are the eggs all, like, scrunched up from being walked over? No. Uh, just at a quick glance, there are no broken eggs. But it's on the map. Yeah, but they're not broken. 28 perception. Okay. Um... So there are hundreds of these. 
they seem to be solid with sort of like a carapace-like look to them. Uh, they do look synthetic. They don't look like uh, something that was laid. They look like, uh, you know, the the strange materials that you have seen this technology made out of. You know, it's great. Didn't make me feel any better. Guys, <laughs> guys. Thought it would. Didn't. Should we A little try bit worse. take one? No. Why not? No. Do not. Uh, do you know it's any missing ones? They're about the size of a fist. Worse. Oh, totally fit in our backpacks. We are not taking any. Why? Nobody's telling me why. Shell, your last idea? What happened? Can I at least investigate if it's safe to take? How? Okay, what happened know. with... Let's go back to Delilah's uh, point there. Your I last fell idea. Asleep, we saved somebody and we got a map. No, no. You fell asleep and I saved your ass. Not you. You didn't do shit. You fell asleep because you touched the pool. Now you want to touch eggs in a giant room full of eggs. Yes. We don't know what this egg turns into. I guarantee you somebody else has touched these eggs. Okay. I guarantee Ladies. you were going to touch them walking through them. I say exactly. go for it, Shell. Thank you. Okay, I'll well, I was going to I'll be way, I was gonna say, way Ladies, over here. back of chamber, I'll cast Pass Without a Trace on us. And when the monsters emerge and kill Shell, they won't even notice us. I believe in you, Shell. <laughs> From over here. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Shell goes over and grabs one. Yep. Oh, no. Yeah, it comes off from the floor with like a... <laughs> like a little bit of like a breaking, a little bit of a... <laughs> and you've got it in your hand. Can I investigate it in my hand quickly? Yeah, Does sure. it have any buttons? Make an investigation check. Put it in you. Lick it. Merrick, I'm so jealous of you right now. Why? Because I haven't had a bottle of a bond in so long. Only Aww. got an 11. Uh, the bottom looks like it had like a little bit of a like a buildup of maybe some sort of secretion or like a glue type thing. But it kind of flaked away when you broke it off. And now it's just smooth with a couple of ridges, but just a little fist-sized egg. See, guys, it's nothing. It's just, it's a thing. It's, no. You guys remember regular D&D? Where, like, there's a pack of orcs, we have to fight them. Or, yeah. you know, a dragon on the hill. Now it's like, you walk into a room and it's filled with hundreds of eggs with secretions on the bottom. They're not natural eggs. Merrick is getting too much joy out of his arcana of the ancients' bullshit. I thank you, Monty Cook Games. Yes. I don't thank you for this. I thank you for a lot of things. This, I feel, is a weapon being wielded against really? me. Did, did you thank them for the Darkest House? Uh, no, that's terrifying, and I just watched for it. Invisible Sun? Oh, that is right, that's them. Again, I don't know if I do, because... <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we did a cult thing, Merrick? <laughs> anyway. Alright, well, I guess we just kind of try to pick a path through these. They didn't kill Shell, so... Sorry, Shell, did... did sh or, Corey, did Shell actually underhand throw it to somebody? Yeah, to Neressus. Right. It, it's coming at you, Patrick. I dodge. I dodge, jump out of the way. Dodge. It hits the ground with a clunk and rolls a little bit. Not cool. 
Dude, there's nothing wrong with this. Fine. Well, at least we know it's not super breakable. Yeah. So, let's go. Or exploding. Yeah. I turned into a bird. <laughs> Take me with you. Nope. Not a big bird. I Just know. a regular bird. You got lots of space to fly around in here. I do. So much. And I can do it for five hours. What's your passive perception? 18. Hmm. Um, as you fly up towards the ceiling, you notice a couple of sort of like nozzle-like areas in the, uh, in the, in the top. Uh, about the size of the eggs. Uh, looks like there's a couple of chutes and nozzles, and uh, you're thinking that these eggs are actually deposited from these things in the roof. Awesome. Well, I'm a bird. I fly across the room to the other side. All right. Should we investigate that? Like, you should tell us about it, right? I should do a lot of stuff. Okay, cool. I'm gonna go you pick up my egg and come. Yeah, you threw an egg at me, so go fuck yourself. I'm over here, not touching eggs or anything else we come across because I'm gonna fly over it. You're so silly. <laughs> but for real, I'm gonna go pick up my egg and then catch back up to the party. Yeah, of course you are. You're gonna put it in your backpack, forget about it, and Merrick is going to lock that away and then wield it against us later. But these are glued down. Yeah. So they're not... Okay. Do you know what I else is glued down? Bodies surf across them as they roll. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah! I mean, it... Depending on how difficult it is to break them free from the, the secretions, it's possible that you could jump and they would just shatter free as you went. Wee! It's a fun house. How far is it again, Merrick? Uh, it's not too far. Uh, it is about a hundred feet. Only takes you like a minute to sort of like pick your way through them and just get to the other side. Delilah, did you want to ride Pearl across with me? Yeah, sure. It's gonna do some like weird flippy things. But oh, you absolutely feel can. Like that. No, you Catherine Zeta you know. Jones it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> feel like the flight sounds a lot easier. Let's do that. Pearl can't fly. But Pearl will just kind of lumber across, but we don't have oh, to touch well, the ball. You know, I mean, like, yeah, we're not on. We're yeah, like yeah. floating like we're flying. Yeah. You're pretending. She is white like a cloud. Yeah. It's. Yeah. And Nerestos has taken the form of a big ass raven. Nerestos, could you turn it invisible? That'd be trippy as fuck. <laughs> All right, uh, you pick your way across the uh, the egg chamber. Um, nothing strange or untoward happens, uh, and you begin climbing further upwards into the Jade Colossus. We have to climb. Yeah, uh, this part is sort of like a gentle up, but you see from the map that there are some places where you're going to actually have to climb vertically as well. When we get there, I'll have to dismiss Pearl. She doesn't climb? I don't think she climbs. Let me check. Maybe she's like fucking clip-clop. 
<laughs> wedges are yeah chill on the back and it's just like up goes and carries you it's like a uh, obi-wan in that uh where he fights general grievous and he rides the big lizard thing yeah. um do you stay to rana's uh way or do you check out <laughs> side passages as you're going I'll take a passages, right? I'll take a look down. Just fly. You while everyone else do is the like, devil's trap again. Of course I do. I do it every time. Merrick offers me things and I I I you know, uh much like in The Mummy 2, The Mummy Returns, uh there is a hole in the wall and I put my arm fully into it and I pull back a skeletal hand. <laughs> Just uh, for the record, guard drakes do not have a climb speed. There you go. Um, I mean, neither do you. You can still climb stuff. Yeah, so Amanda, if you look at the map where I'm pinging right there, that is the place where you're expected to sort of head off of the noted path. Oh, yeah. So, sorry. Yeah. To to get to the uh, Hand of Fury. Um, but there are so many other paths just along the way. No, you're not tricking me. You devil. <laughs> you are tricking me. And but while everyone is, is going to go check some out, yeah, no. I have a fly speed, and I'm going to just take a cool. Take you want to roll me percentiles? Sure, Ooh. I do. I'd love to maybe? die by dice. Uh, Fifty-four. I'm gonna laugh so hard to hit one of the stasis fields that Slade was caught in. <laughs> I'm gonna be so pissed. Aww. If it's possible to be double pissed, I'm going to be that. All right. Uh, roll me percentiles again, please. Okay, Merrick. You and I have different rules on what the 10 means. So I got a 90 and a 10. To me, that's a 90. But as long as you're doing it consistently, I'm fine. Because I rule it as 100. All right. Let's go for 100. 100 is way funner. Way more fun. Mm-hmm. I yeah, agree. Fuck it. How would you get in 100? If, if How would you say in 100? So on this die, uh, on the percentile die, there's double zeros. Yeah. And then with a zero on the regular die. Oh, that because would be your 100. Triple zeros doesn't mean anything. Hence, it is a hundred. Whereas I rule it, you rule a 90 plus a 10. So, this kind of breaks my brain, because part of my brain likes the fact that Merrick's has, like, an answer to what that would be. Like, because the triple zero doesn't make sense. For Patrick, that means it's a 10. Yeah. Wait. Which doesn't make sense to me, mm. because the percentile die has a 10 on it. And so if you roll a 10 plus a 0, that's a 10. But yeah. Patrick would say a 10 plus the 0 would be a 20. What? Wait, Which doesn't what? make sense to me, because there's a 20 on the percentile die, etc. Oh. There's no it's right answer. Argument. These dice are flawed. It's an argument we've had yeah. for years. And I mean, 
some dice, the D10 has a 10 written on it instead of the zero, right? Also, I have a fly speed of 50 feet, just so you know. So I can cover a lot of ground doing dumbass shit. That was where the confusion laid. I didn't realize... my fly speed? No. (laughs) The 10 and the zero. The 10 is a zero. That was... Yeah. We we were missing that. I wasn't. I was Because mine doesn't even have... We is me. (laughs) Mine doesn't even have a zero. It has a symbol. Which means 10. But I mean, my zero... Means it's 10. a zero. It's ten if I'm rolling a d10. Uh, it's zero if I'm rolling percentiles. Nonsense. That's it. I'm just buying everyone a d100 dice. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Those exactly. They're basically just a ball. <laughs> Here's your ball. Right. We're all happy. Okay. Um. So you find, uh, you fly off into a random passageway. Uh, about how long? Like five minutes, ten minutes of travel, and then you go away? Like, the way I'm looking at it is, if the rest of the party is adventuring forward at their speed, I'm just checking out side passages at, like, a rapid pace while they're, like, I can fly ahead of them quicker than they can get there. So I can I can pop That's ahead and, helpful. like, Thank take you. a look at stuff, and if there's some cool thing, I'll come back and be like, hey! Yeah. You're like when yeah, you I'll take a dog off <laughs> I'm not like that. You're 100% like that. All right. So you've you ducked into a couple of side passages and you find dead ends. You find long passageways. You find empty rooms. You find broken open spaces where, like, um, some shifting of the Colossus has broken something and there's, like, a huge chasm running through it. Uh, it's when the group has been traveling for about uh, 10-ish minutes and they have just finished climbing up. Uh, a long area, and now they're moving up sort of like an angled bit. You come to this side passageway, and you discover a huge open space, probably a thousand feet across, like 500 feet tall, um, and rounded like a big dome. The dome is gold and glittery. Shell, Shell's going to sound so good in here. Oh yeah. yeah. So you guys are like you guys climb up and uh Naresto's the Raven comes f- like fluttering back to you and is like poking at your oh, heads. Oh no, no no no. That's, oh no, I'm dead. No, things happen. Cool. I'll roll my so, throws. <laughs> along the uh the floor of this domed room are just like dozens of uh like uh metal poles sticking up in uh, like odd configurations and between them leaps this uh sort of pearlescent energy uh now you need to make a wisdom saving throw there it is nineteen okay if you want to go to whatsapp oh oh secret oh no what? Uh... <laughs> Let me just. I feel so secreted out. I put um, the link to Monster of the Week in the Discord chat if somebody wants to read that out loud as like a, a mid episode spot. <clears throat> oh my Fred, Monster of the Week, 2 6, 12 plus, 2 no, 8 what? hour. No. 
No. <laughs> what? That's no, what no, I was no. going to read, too. <laughs> like, click into the link and find their marketing oh! copy. I also was just going to read that shit. <laughs> <laughs> www. You know, all of us have your bad marketing skills, Merrick. Why would you read two to eight hours, $25, as what it should say? That was going to make sense at the end. Listen, okay, so what I was talking about is this for two to six players, twelve ages 12 and up, this is the recommendation. It takes approximately two to eight hours, and it costs about $25. So most people don't believe in monsters, but you know the truth. They're real, and it's your task to bring them down. This revised edition of Monster of the Week brings that adventure to life. Monster of the Week is a standalone action horror RPG for three to five people. That's not what it says. (laughs) Can I read it now? Yeah, go ahead. Monster of the Week is a standalone action horror RPG for three to five people. Hunting high school beasties a la Buffy the Vampire Slayer travel the country to bring down unnatural creatures like the Winchester Brothers of a Supernatural or head up the government investigation like Mulder and Scully and then make them kiss. Does it actually say make them kiss? Uh, No, but it should. Oh, it should. (laughs) No, but in my fanfic, which you can find at my website. Amanda, are you going to read the next one? Yeah, Amanda, come on. No, thanks. Peer pressure. No, you don't have to. You don't want to. No peer pressure at all. Who's next? Fucking hell. Not Patrick, because he's fucking hell. Go, Corey, go. This book contains everything you need to tackle Bigfoot. Call her a chupacabra and drive away demons. In this revised edition, you'll find... Character creation rules to bring your hunter to life and create a cohesive hunting team. Why is that not the person we're adventuring with right now, Jen? Eight simple moves to Fuck investigate off. and deal with monsters. Is it a used system based on popular apocalypse world RPG? Jen, Throw all of these mystery voices. creation tools and two ready to play mysteries. Well, I think we've at least found two members of our uh, party for Monster of the Week. No materials, including an introductory mystery. No, not that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you regret this, Meg? Do you regret this highly? Do you want us to do all your promotional materials, Corey and I? Eric Grab the fireplace it. poker and get your spell book. That monster's going down. Grab your gear and get ready for a fight. It's time to face the latest apocalypse. Monster of the week. $25. Beautiful. Very nice. All this is still cut. Merrick will fit in his own ad later. <laughs> um, okay. Monster of the week is a game you should play. You fight monsters. So what does Norestos do? Uh... Lick it. Okay. Check your WhatsApp. Okay. Seriously, we just vamped for like 10 minutes. Uh, Norestos flies back to the group and uh, sort of like flies around a little bit above you. 
You okay? Keep climbing. Why didn't Norestos tell us that? He's a bird. Um, Touche. And uh, you eventually come you come to the uh, top of this area. It has been... Come on, wait. Ha, you, you climbed up about 300 feet. And now you have found uh, another level area where you get to move back sort of towards the east. And you're moving. And uh, with Question. all the... Yep. Is Noresto still... Deacon off to check side passages? No. I also have another question. What time is it now? At the, I was just about to say, at this point, it is getting to early evening, and you're starting to feel a little bit hungry. It's probably a good time to take a short rest and uh, get some food and stuff. Do you believe it's 9.48? Thanks, Patrick. It's uh, just about 4 o'clock somewhere in the world. I think I agree. I think it's a great time to have a snack and have a little dinner. You guys want to just stop for a bit? Absolutely. Somebody said food! Restos, come land. We're getting food. Raven lands a little ways away. Norestos appears. Hello. Did you find anything cool? No. Why are you so quick to say that? I didn't find anything. Why Inside. are you being suspicious? You're so sus. Sure, make an uh, make an insight check. And make an insight, but he is speaking very suspiciously. Oh, I'm not insightful though. So, ten. Yeah, he just looks grumpy. I got a twelve. If it's any better. What am I? Looking? Patrick, do you want to make a uh, charisma check, perhaps with a skill of your choice? Wouldn't it be Decepcione? Depends on how Norestos is doing this. Like, if he is saying, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine, that would be maybe persuasion. If you're trying to hide something, maybe it's deception. But that's your choice. Well, they're all the same score. Cool. It's immaterial. (laughs) Make a charisma check. (laughs) Once again... Very great at a lot of things. Talking and dealing with people, very bad. In every possible way. Uh, <laughs> uh, so... Mm-hmm. All right, you so know we in, might get this. Oh, definitely. <laughs> uh, you know in Lord of the Rings when... There are two towers? Uh, did you get two? Did you, did you get a two? Merrick, that's not what I'm going for. What I was going to say was, you know when uh, when it's Sam and Frodo traveling and... Two of them. I'm sorry, continue. I, you know what's dumb, Merrick? I rolled a fucking two. <laughs> <laughs> so get out of oh my, my fucking God. head, you demon witch. <laughs> what were you going to say? what i was trying to convey was the feeling of when uh sam is offering to help frodo out of a purely altruistic i need to help my very close associate uh because he's clearly struggling with something 
and and Frodo is is very uh, like defensive and and angry and sort of lashes out. That's the sort of emotion that uh, Norestos comes back with. Like, no fight, get away from me. You don't have you don't have to worry about it. it's just nothing. Gotcha, gotcha. And you, it it really is encapsulated in the number of human kingdoms, Rohan and Gondor. I wish I could throw my glass at you. <laughs> I mean, you can, but... It would just serve me poorly. It. I would ruin my glass, which I love, because it was free. It's a nice glass. And it has uh, boobacious ladies on it. Uh, um, yeah, so... To Sumi and Delilah, it is fairly obvious that something is up with Norestos and uh, it doesn't look natural. Like, he snarls away and there's just sort of like this wildness to his eyes that you've never seen before. Something is affecting him. Hmm. <gasps> This is unrelated, but I have toast. You have toe? What did you do? I... <laughs> a lot of stuff, Merrick. I owe toe to a lot of people. <laughs> I don't no, really I have, toast. have anything to fix his brain. I don't either. Oh, I have, like, curing spells. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually... I'm sure she'll wounds. notice too. Feel that was a word. pretty spectacular fail. Your wounds. Oh, I have a minus one charisma. It was a one. <laughs> one ring to rule them all. Um, guys, something's wrong. Stop it. Uh, Corey, uh, does Shell have lesser restoration prepared? I don't think so. Or knows as you are a bard. Right. So you would be aware that this is not a physical wound. It's not something that you can uh, fix with cure wounds or, or healing word. Um, if he's being affected by like a curse or something, you need uh, magic like uh, restoration. Which Norestos might have. Huh. Yeah. We seem to be stuck in a problem here. What if I had him start to cast Restoration on... Is it a touch? Yes. What if I had him start casting it on me, but then instead turned his hand and slapped him with it? I don't think that would work. Stop hitting yourself! But have we... Stop restoring yourself! Stop restoring yourself! (laughs) Norestos. What? You are a lovely good friend, and you know you can trust us. Look me in the eyes. I need you to do me a favor. It's what? dumb. No. You're, you're going to be like, that is dumb. There's no point, and I understand. It's just for science. What's Please that? restore yourself. Just to, just, just, just to, I just need to see something. Why? What are you doing? I could pay you if it makes you feel better, but it's just a request from this friends. Fascinating. Yeah, like we could pay you if you. I think I could learn it, maybe if I see you do it on yourself. I don't know. I just I think there might be something I could glean from it. 
No, I don't trust you. What's going on? This is some kind of weird. What are you doing? We never said that. Uh, so, uh, Jen, yeah. if you want to make a persuasion check, and Patrick, if you want to make a wisdom saving throw um, with... You make it straight, Jen. You have to make it with disadvantage. So I was going to use my inspiration anyways. So that Jen can use the inspiration to offset it. Yes! I rolled a 19. I got a 21. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I only got a 19. Ooh. Oh, jeez. So yeah, there's the snappishness, but uh, Narestos, you know, even though you're not very trusting of this, you're the one casting the spell. Whatever she's about, you know what your spell does on yourself. I don't know where you're coming from, but all right, I'll play your little game for now. I cast lesser restoration on myself. I really hope that works. Otherwise, <laughs> you're just gonna be like, "What the? F-? See?" And I'll it's kill you. like uh, a cloud lifts from you. Uh, it is. It is gone. The fuck was that? <laughs> I, it, 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 hi, how are you feeling? Better. What happened? Yeah, you I don't like, know. Yeah. There was there was this room. It's like a big golden dome. These weird. Oh, I remember that room, dude. I sounded so good in there. The acoustics were like, da ba. Oh, wait. You were never there. Never took you there. You weren't there. Uh, And there was this strange energy, and I don't know. I didn't trust anything after. Didn't trust you. Thank you for trusting me enough to, to do that. I'm glad you're feeling better. Or at least I mean, hating me enough to prove me wrong? I'm not sure, but thanks anyways. I don't know what... I mean... I, I mean, I would have... I don't know why I didn't. Something fucked up happened there. Magic. So it's thanks okay. for bringing me back with your words and stuff. Delilah just puts on her ring of mind shielding just as we're all standing here talking. <laughs> beep, beep. We, we, we like cycle them on. Beep, beep. Uh, does that take attunement? If it does, you need to unattune one thing, uh, and then you can spend this short rest, which you were having for dinner anyways, attuning to that. Yes, I will be attuned. Alright. And so you settle in, uh, to this chamber. It is, um, it's kind of like, the only way that I can describe it is like giant cubicles. It's like, um... Uh, a big open space with a bunch of rectangular or square sort of uh, separations in it that don't reach the entire top of the space. So if you were to climb up a wall, you could see a whole bunch of like maze-like tops of walls, like walking along the tops of cubicles. But when you're down, you're just sort of in this enclosed-ish space. And the map to Rana's Way 
uh, leads to another climb. So this is a good time to spend an hour, just relax, um, and just... Shall sing us something. Sing us a song, piano man. (laughs) Wow, that's like... Pressure? Yeah, that's intense. I'm sorry, you don't have to. I thought you enjoyed it. I, you don't. No, I, I do. I love it. It's so great. I was just, I wasn't expecting it because I was shoving food in my mouth. Sweat's pouring off his head, and he's a turtle. They don't sweat. What if you play something, and I throw food into your mouth? It could be a game. That sounds. Um. That. Yeah. We could take it on the road. <gasps> no, you and Delilah would take it onto the road much better, because Delilah would do, like, crazy flips and cartwheels while she throws. So it would be, like, extra hard throwing, and then you'd be catching while you play. I'd watch that. I don't know. You could, like, bow and arrow things so that they, like, fall off and fall into his mouth. Oh, that's true. You could put food on arrows and shoot them into his mouth. Yeah. I just meant that the uh, arrows would be, like, in his mouth. How's your toast? Painful. Pretty good. Toasty. I've got entertainment over this dinner. Get a little fire going. Yeah, you could absolutely set up a fire. You'd have to... Um, scavenge around for materials that would burn those. I would need a survival check. Ugh, that's so much work. Doesn't someone just have, like, fire hands right now? I have. I can produce flame. Sweet. Dude, I'm totally, totally munching down and then just I'm getting into it. I'm just feeling it now. I'm no longer hangry. I'm just like, I can totally play you through your, your fire building that you've got going on. I'm going to, if if Delilah or Norestos makes fire with, like, fire, I'm going to do shadow puppets with a story. Oh, that sounds amazing. Ooh. It probably won't be. Uh, so I can I can produce flame, but it, it's just like a, like a hand-sized fire. Yeah, I want you so to hold go... it in your hand. Because <laughs> that's weird and I don't want to do it. I'm going to go scavenge for burnable things with survival times. Alright, survival check to go and grab things. Oh, a natural a 20! Alright. 28. So you find um, a small structure that looks like it might have been put up by somebody else. Uh, it is made of wood. Um, so it's recently come in within the last couple of months. Uh, and you find it's like shattered to pieces. Um, I thought he was just gonna bust down someone's house. Nah, it's pretty easy to grab a bunch of things, and like as you're grabbing them, uh, the ground begins to rumble and shake just a little bit. Everybody can feel this. There's sort of this slamming sound and running sound, as if uh, a group of large creatures are slamming uh, feet into the ground and running along. Uh, Nerestos has time to back up as about a half dozen uh, ten-foot-tall 
like robotic looking creatures with like metal skin and uh three arms like in this sort of awkward uh configuration across the back uh start running through this chamber uh there's like sparks shooting off of a couple of them they look like they've been damaged and they just run right through down the chamber and gone yo what was that Uh, it was weird, but I'm getting into the space. Yeah, and, and then the rest of us can bring back the the wood. Hey, you guys see a bunch of weird sparky things run by here? Yeah. What the hell was that? I thought they were coming to attack me for... There was like a hut that fell down and I was taking it. And then and I thought they were pissed. On you. The hut probably didn't fall down. It was probably trampled. Well, they probably smashed it. Oh, so it's it like, is like sequential. Like that happens yeah. at a certain time. They have like running times. Maybe. Like three, three o'clock the in the afternoon. Daily constitutionals. Did you do something right when they started running? I found a hut. Yeah, but like you didn't step on anything or like do anything at the same time. Maybe you did it. Delilah, huh? Maybe your fancy hair and your cool horns. Maybe that did it. You were talking about that you were out there doing stuff. I was just asking what you were doing. Maybe you did it here. Maybe you you sat down and it was a weird place. Why's it got to be me? Because you were the one that was talking about it. But you, you experienced it too. Oh my god, I was just asking if you did something when it happened. I didn't do shit! Um, I don't think, I've got anyway. the wood in the pile. Can someone make it anyway, fire? fire. Alright, can I get an advantage for my Shadow Puppet story because Shell is like playing like along with it? I love it. Advantage. So that's when I'm like, then this happened and it goes Oh, thank goodness. That made it really good. I got a 20. Nice. Do you want to describe the story? In broad strokes, if you like. Okay. Uh, there were these three... It's a story... I'm not going to tell the whole story. It's a story about three hot, muscular bachelor adventurers who live together as roommates. Um, and they're, like, really into, like, hooking up with people, but never settled down. Until one day somebody drops baby off at their doorstep. That is <laughs> one of those babies because they knock somebody up and then they learn how to be better men by raising this little girl. My favorite part of all of this is it's shadow puppets. <laughs> that would be really hard to convey with shadow puppets. <laughs> no. It's amazing. I'm curious. I, especially like the part where they're all just hooking up. How yeah, like how do, <laughs> and then this is the fucking and then this one's a different one over here. And then there's a baby. Do they do they know whose baby it is? Yeah, one of those babies. No, but like maybe the mom didn't know which of the three it was? No, she knew. Oh, okay, okay. This is like sounds like like dark full and house. What are their D and D races? Human, 
human, human. No. <laughs> uh, it's hard to do shadow puppets of something smaller. No. It's also human hard to do shadow puppets of anything. Hum, human half-orc dwarf. Alright. This is the plot like of it. three men and a baby. <laughs> yeah. It's also the plot of Full House. Not quite. They have three kids and the mom dies. I've been watching a lot of Bob Saget stuff, which includes it's, a lot of his podcast. I mean, it's also the plot of spoilers. Late season Supernatural. Oh, I see. I was like, I haven't seen spoilers. <laughs> um. Anyway, that was a short rest. Okay, so you have your short rest, and then you can continue climbing upwards. So everybody can take the short rest and recover uh, basically Neurastus' wild shapes. All right. So you climb upwards and upwards and upwards. Um, there are fairly regular handholds. In this sort of situation, I would usually start making uh, you make checks to see how long it takes you and if you're getting hurt or lost along the way. But because you have the map and because this place has been like trod through by quite a few adventurers and non-adventurers, there's obvious safe paths. It's when you get off of Rana's path that things are going to get a little bit more difficult. I'm really happy Makes we sense. have a map. Makes sense. Um, but as you're climbing up this area and then moving into sort of like an angled chamber, you start to notice these odd 12-foot-tall golden pyramids just sort of spaced among uh, the uh, the area. Um Irregularly. Is that the same gold like you were talking about, Narastos? No, different gold. This looks like a dull metal, uh, and Narastos can explain the other one was shiny. No, it's different gold. Okay. Uh, As we're, like, coming across this, uh, I want to sort of just sidle up alongside Shell and point at one of the the gold pyramids and while i assume he's distracted because he's a kitten uh uh i slip the gold coin i stole uh actually no i just slip a gold coin the gold coin that he gave me uh that grigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrigrig
Suspicions rising! Things have been percolating literally for years in this campaign. Cool. That's awful. Uh, I put more gold coins in Shell's pocket. Trying to trigger the event. That part doesn't happen. I don't want to give up my gold. Alright. So, uh, you continue along? No side passages, no investigations. Uh, when as we're like going along, if anybody brings up the concept of checking down side passages, I mentioned that it might not be the greatest idea. There might be positive benefits. There might be really bad negatives. Uh, Sumi's yes or no get focused on trying to find a place that looks safe or like a place that people other people have camped overnight, so that we can start looking uh, to rest. Sure. Um, So, but as you sort of reach the end of this angled chamber, uh, you find another large rectangular room where one of the gold uh, pyramids seems to have been broken open. And there's sort of like an oval eye type shape um, that you can look in and, and see a whole bunch of the inner workings. Various machine parts, little bits of glowing bits, some crystals. Um, and this appears to be on the map as salvaged machine. Should we oh. go in and get us some ciphers? No. Yeah. Yes. One of your missions is to grab trade goods that will bring the Illuviar in and not be suspicious before you kill him. Oh, yeah. Uh, to do so would be a perception or investigation check uh, taking about oh, 30 to 60 minutes of looking around uh, for interesting stuff. I got pretty good eyes. I got pretty good perception. I've got advantage on it. I only got a nine. You rolled a nine, or you have a plus nine? Oh, I rolled a nine, sorry. Okay. Can we all do it, or...? Um, only one person can fit in at a time. So if Shell jumps in, uh, you spend about 30 minutes, and Shell comes back. He's found, like, a couple of wires and bits of metal, and nothing that seems very useful. Dude, I've... there's, like, nothing in there. I've it's met Shell. stripped. I've met Shell, so I go in. <laughs> as soon as he leaves, I'm like, there's no way. Uh, and that is a 25. Okay. Uh, with a 25, you find... 70,000 gold. Three midnight stones. Oh, more of those. And you find uh, two ciphers. So if you'd like to roll me percentiles. Jin, roll percentiles. 
82. I'm sorry, was that 82? 32, I heard. Was it 82? 82. Oh, 82. Man. And Patrick, one more. Oh, he's totally in the room. You're right. On your head. Corey, percent house. 70. All right. Okay. Um. So the first thing that Norestos finds is a wand-like device with a group of open hex- uh, hexagonal tubes at one end. Gross. That looks, that looks like a thing that'll do stuff. <laughs> and then, with a little bit more time, uh, you find a metal patch with sort of like a sticky side. It helps you stop smoking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, so if you'd like to find a safe location with like a... Um, uh, one chamber with only one entrance and sort of set yourselves up for the night. That'd be a good place to end for today as well. Can I just roll a survival roll to make sure it doesn't look like robots stampede through this fucking place that we're going to sleep? I uh, got to search around a little bit first. So are you going to look in uh, sort of this area by the pyramids? Or are you going to continue on and sort of head uh, up further along Rana's way? I was just going to look wherever we found, like, a dead end that we were going to set up. So do we need to find the dead end first? Yes. I think over here, what do you guys think? Just, like, where, we already, where we're already at? That's poppy. <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think that seems reasonable on this um, level. Yes. Like, a lot of our way. It sounds like a great idea to me. All right, then Amanda, why don't you roll percentiles? Do Ooh, it. Okay. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Roll a high number. Do it. Do it. You can do it. Corey, that's good. I'm being helpful. Um, wait. He's farting you. I was inspiring you. Inspiring. Bardic. Oh, uh, inspiring! I love that. Bardic inspiration does not help. Okay, thirty-five. Corey, I commend you for your word combination. I don't think people are giving you enough praise. I praise you. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. I misread it. I'm sorry. Uh, thirty-three is not going to change it. That's all right. Okay. We still die. All right, Thank so you, you find a um, a passageway that uh, sort of like heads off in a in a n- sort of northern. No, it wouldn't be northern. We're gonna say a southern direction. Um, there's you can see that it sort of heads off to a dead end, but there is. A uh, an exit, sort of like uh, yet another sort of regular tunnel that heads into a large chamber. Chambre. I was literally unmuting to say that exact <laughs> same word. It's actually not a large chamber. It's it's only fifteen feet across. 
okay. It's rectangular, so it's 15 by 30 feet. I'd describe that as a fairly decently sized chamber. Yeah, but I mean, it's not 90 feet across. No, that would be a, a, a rigorous chambre. A Charlemagne, if you will. I would uh, not. So, it's a, um, you know, relatively small chamber uh, based on the other ones. There, don't, there doesn't appear to be any other entrances or exits. Uh, there is one um, sort of like uh, set into the wall to your right. There is a... Uh, a column that seems to be made of crystal of a oh, ooh, a magenta crystal carved with uh, strange symbols, but it seems to be inert. For now. Cool. Are we going to sleep in the hallway still, though? I mean, I don't want to sleep anywhere near a crystal column. Yeah, we're nope. going to sleep in the hallway. Yep. Sure. I'm going to check again for uh, stampedes. Oh, good call. Signs good of call. stampedes. Sure. Um, this doesn't look like it's a uh, a traversed area. Just like without even a roll, you're fairly certain. If people have come down here, they haven't come down here recently. They certainly haven't stampeded. Yeah. Cool. Well, we can end here sleeping. Yeah, so you can go ahead and uh, start a long rest. And I don't like how you said start, yep. and then we have. I to also read. noticed that you did not say <laughs> you... take a long rest. Are you like setting watches? Could we next game? I just have one last thing to do, so I just need to know the order of sleeping. Well, I only sleep four hours, so, so I, I can use... totally wait four hours. I think you guys should do so, two and a two. Yeah, I can wait two hours. I don't feel like you're going to... St- or four hours. I don't feel like you'll still wait. What? Come on, bro. Oh, dude. So wait. No, that wouldn't work. Never mind. I'm going to I'm gonna take the time that we're waiting for uh, what I assume is our usual uh, wait for Sumi to slumber or trance it out. You know, she's got her dance going on. Um while the rest of us are just doing our usual camp stuff, uh, and I will uh, examine the ciphers that I found. Okay. Um, so, so Norestos is uh, spending two hours examining ciphers, and then three hours examining ciphers? I have the red clip. I don't know what it does. Okay, three hours examining, um, and then... Uh, Delilah is back up for an hour while Norestos goes to sleep, and then Sumi is done, and Sumi keeps watch for the next four hours, six hours, as you get the rest of the sleep. Yeah. Okay. Then, I will quickly talk about uh, what you have. Patrick, you got uh, a, the clip. It is a red light clip. When held onto your clothing, it's a relic, not a cipher. It doesn't deplete. Um, and it doesn't get used. It blinks red uh, when you're nearing poisonous gas. That's so fucking handy. Um, that's that's nuts, handy. That's awesome. The strange wand-like device with the hexagonal tubes 
uh, is something called an immobilizer. Basically, you spray foam at people that hardens. <gasps> foam gun. Dude, I love it. It's like from Demolition Man. That's exactly what I was thinking. Exactly. And then the uh, small patch is a stim. Uh, when you place this adhesive patch on your skin as an action, you add plus 20 to the next attack, save, or check you make within uh, 10 minutes of activation. Shit. Holy crap. I was I was hoping there was going to be like a stim pack from StarCraft. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. And so uh, Nerestos is taking a look at those. Uh, Delilah is having her first little bit of rest. Sumi is trancing. As Shell settles in to go to sleep, uh, Clunk curls up beside you, gives a little bit of an angry hiss at uh, the other people before settling down beside you. That's when you hear just a tiny little bit of whispering. Watching Shin. Just me, though, right? Because everybody else is asleep. Or busy. Just you. You hear whispering that says, Tell us what? Tell us more. Tell what? a story. What kind of story? Who are you? It just kind of continues to repeat, tell a story. Okay. So, uh... This one time back in Kaimal, um, we were like totally like, yeah. Does <laughs> oh, you won't else even believe it, this? dude. Because like, yeah, you probably hear Shell talking to himself and mumbling as he's falling asleep. So like, but I'm I'm like, yeah, totally like, you know. So I met this dude, and we went to Kaimal, and we found like we met these other two dudes, and they're like like super rich and they like own this thing as you're telling the story the whispering voice is asking for details who what was the name where and just constantly asking questions that uh, that are trying to get more details and eventually if you just continue telling this you eventually fall asleep did you yell at me yeah, because we're all let's try to sleep. You can it talk is it. literally like telling a story to a four-year-old where they just keep asking you questions until you fall asleep. <laughs> I was going to say, you've I, suffered the curse of four-year-old. Well, and like Delilah's getting grumpy because I think you're talking to your stupid pet. <laughs> Shut your stupid lizard up! <laughs> I'm like, not talking to you! Go to sleep! Wait, before I tell you more stuff, no! Who are you? What do you want? What's happening? What's going on? Give me some, and I'll give you some. And like a half dozen little whispers say, Secrets. Naughty secrets. What? What does that mean? Why are there so many of you? I have secrets. <laughs> Who has secrets? What is happening? And then I just lose myself in that train of thought before I like finish more, and then like that's how I'll pass out. Yeah. Oh. So that I don't give them extra detail. It's kind of like a smart plan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, and that is where we will end it for tonight. And you can go ahead and take your long rest. Oh, thank goodness. 
I was gonna be on edge for two weeks. <laughs> I'll rip the secrets from your flesh. Well, thank you guys. It was so nice to see you. I'm gonna run because I am cooking alive in this room. But bye. Oh. Good night. See you tomorrow. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and then again. Back to and then again. Back to life. Back, Back to, to reality. reality. Anyway, see All you tomorrow, right. losers. Good night. Thank you for the fun game. Thank you. Heroes. Heroes. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rise of the Ancients. Episodes are released on Fridays. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at SkyhammerK and on Instagram at SkyhammerPress. If you want some outtakes, keep listening after I stop talking. I also I saw that you had Sour Patch Kids and I was really pissed off. Because I do not have Sour Patch Kids. They're bunnies. First, uh, Merrick, get out. Get out. Uh, also, I didn't need that in weird, creepy, married couple stereo. It was super weird, and I didn't like it. They're, They're bunnies? No, they and it nice. wasn't two different tones. Like, hey, you didn't see it quite correctly, but they are bunnies. <laughs> it was condescending. And it was, you idiot, how did you not notice these are no, fucking bunnies? He was no, no, excited, no. it was bunnies! It was joyful! That bunnies. was not... <laughs> They're bunnies? That All right, was definitely we... how mine came across. Okay, maybe Amanda's tone overrode. <laughs> yes. Yes, that was my tone, but it wasn't how it was meant. Sure. Anyway, let's die in the powered shaft. What's that? I believe that's something you stick to a wall. Nope. It's a fishing lure. <laughs> it showed up on... You know how sometimes you have, like, Amazon recommended it's on Facebook? I get that was just fisher lures in that all the time. It was. I've never looked up fishing lures ever in the entirety of my Amazon career. Why the fuck would I? Uh, but it was just the picture that came up, and I was like, What is Amazon recommending to me? <laughs> Happens to me once, now it happens to me all the time. Those fishing okay. lures. It was not sex toys. Um. If anybody so... else wants to just talk about Monster of the Week or Thirsty Sword Lesbians. Monster of the Week is a fantastic idea. I love Monster of the Week type shows. Right? So in Monster of the Week, could we be like the Scooby Gang? <gasps> yeah. Dibs on Scooby or Shaggy. Matt, who do you dibs? Oh my god, this is just the biggest question of my life ever. <laughs> um, Corey I asked would... you to marry him at some point. Nope. You didn't? No. <laughs> You guys are married, though. Yeah. We just started talking about it one day. You guys just were? I put the, you both I put had the... rings that were identical, and you're like, I guess we're married. Um, so this is Powered by the Apocalypse. So um, we played... Uh, what was that? Um, Machines one? We did play that one. Uh, but I was thinking the... Um, City of Mist, which we actually played at Amanda and Corey's house. 
I didn't do City of Mists. No, oh my god. Oh. I was about to be like, I don't think I, I played that, that one. one. Ross didn't. He fucking loved it. No, Ross didn't play City of Mists. Wasn't it City of Mists? I don't remember that one. No. City of Mist, July 20th, 2019. The before times. It was a long, long time ago. Jen Blackmoyer played Alexandria, a.k.a. Excalibur. Amanda Hicks played uh, Alicia, a.k.a. Flicker. Corey played Chris, a.k.a. Kitsune. So, like... That's Ross. That was the one with the um, the dome um, people. The people that made the dome, right? Over yeah. The house. Yeah, the dome Ross over the city. Kitsune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you thinking Hyperlight Drifter? Ross played nope. that one. Uh, Legacy Life Among the Ruins was the other one. That was... No, that was Jen, Andrew, and David. No, Ross was super jazzed about playing Kitsune. It was definitely City of Mists. Weird. Oh, that's not you. He played that character. No, he definitely played Kitsune, though. Yeah, but Kitsune is a character... Like, it was a pre-made character. Oh, maybe that's why. I'm pretty sure he played that in Ian's when he was doing his like uh, his alternating whatever weekly game. There you go. I'm pretty sure he played Kitsune in that and was really addicted to it. That makes sense. So I was technically correct. It just wasn't your game. The of best it. kind of correct. But after this train wreck of a pitch or ad, what happened? Oh, it's all cut it? out, Jen. It's all cut. <laughs> yeah, Monster of the Week. It was the uh, the spotlight game in January for Roll20. Hopefully you picked it up when it was on sale. <laughs>